Every time I sit down to do a podcast episode, I'm just very blown away by how fast the weeks are going. I feel like I just started, you know, the podcast and suddenly now I'm six weeks in and this year is just flying. I went on a ski trip earlier this year in January and I feel like it was just yesterday and now it's like already October. But October, in my opinion, flies by the quickest out of any month of the year, except for maybe April. When I was in school, I feel like April would always just go by so quick. Same with October. And, you know, they're the best months of the year. So it's it's tough. But you got to, you know, when you're getting older, I feel like you just got to go with the flow. And I always heard when I was young that months and time just goes by so much quicker as you get older. And I feel like that's definitely true. Especially for the working world, people always told me that years go by so quickly and now I've already been working for two and a half years and it's gone by in the blink of an eye, which is alarming and disturbing, but also I'm like, how have I been doing this every day, you know, weekly for for the past two and a half years? But I guess you can do anything um, for that long. So as long as you're in the routine of it, I feel like time just goes by so quickly. Well, welcome to Up Early Podcast. My name is Rachel. Welcome back if you have listened before and welcome if you're new. For new, I always start out with a state of the union. So I'm trying to think of what my state of the union is. Well, naturally yesterday I was watching the Georgia Bulldogs do terribly against Missouri and we did end up winning, but it didn't make it any less stressful to be watching that game. I went with a friend from college who didn't become a close friend of mine until I moved to Dallas and then one of her friends from high school. And we were just so frustrated. We were yelling at the game. It was one of those things where it's like, why don't, you know, guys come and talk to us when we're watching football? And it's like us yelling curse words at the screen and covering our faces with our hands and just being just like so animated about this game. And that's probably why we don't meet anybody at the UGA bar when we when we go. On a different note, if you went to the University of Alabama and you listened to this podcast, you are still welcome to listen to this podcast, but the dogs are number one in this nation, okay? In all seriousness, I do love SEC football and just football in general in the fall. It's definitely brought a big highlight to my life this year. And I'm in my first fantasy football league. I don't know anything about fantasy football. One of my friends from work, she was like, do you want to join our league? And I was like, yeah, I'll join your league. And then I was like, never mind. I don't want to join the league. And so I thought that I was out of it. And then the league commissioner texted me, I think the day before the draft. And she was like, are you a part of, no, it wasn't the day before the draft. It was like the hour before the draft. And she was like, hey, I saw that, you know, you were supposed to be in our draft, but I don't see your team. You know, are you still wanting to be in our league? And I was like, oh, ha ha. Like I was trying to get out of it. I definitely didn't want to pay $55 to join the league and then not know what I was doing. So I was really just trying to get out of that. I was like, I could buy myself something else for $55. And then I got sucked in. So then I texted every person that I know who knows anything about football. And my former roommate's boyfriend really came in clutch with helping me figure out what I needed to do in my draft. And so I've been doing fantasy football and absolutely sucking at it. I don't know. My team is supposed to be really good because I got good players. But for some reason, I am not winning my matchups. So I don't know. But that's also happening. 
This week I saw Don't Worry Darlin. Um, I was actually supposed to go get ice cream with my friends. And then one of my other friends' friends, she was like, oh, I really want to see this movie. So I'm going to convince every single person that is already part of this like ice cream plan to go see this movie. And I ended up saying like, okay, we'll go. And so we all went and it was interesting. I definitely had a lot of thoughts afterwards but not enough people that I knew had seen it. So I couldn't really debrief. It's definitely a debriefing movie. So if you're planning on seeing it, and I go back and forth on if I recommend it or not, I think for me personally, I don't really love, I think it would be classified as a psycho thriller. I'm not really into those types of movies, but if you are into those movies and you like you know, kind of the thrill and like the little bit of scare, I think you will like it. I did recommend it to my friend who kind of likes those horror dark types of movies. Um, But if you are not into that, don't see it just because Harry Styles is in it because I did not leave the theater feeling like super happy and like carefree, if that makes sense. I also feel like I couldn't even rate it out of 10 just because it's not my cup of tea. Um, but again, if you are into those types of movies, definitely look up, you know, what the movie's about and see if you if you want to see it and use your, your best judgment. Otherwise, I don't think there are any new updates. I did just get off the phone with one of my friends from college and then we ended up calling one of my other friends and we just had the most wholesome conversation and it's just so nice to reconnect with people that you don't see every day and just talk on the phone and laugh and it's like no time had passed at all. So that also just kind of put me in the in the good mood and the good vibes to record a podcast tonight. But also I've definitely been talking for the last hour and a half. So honestly, I, I feel like my voice is about to give out, but we'll see if I make it through this episode. And then also my my phone is on 10%. And I think a spider came in my apartment when I was looking out my balcony um, to wave to somebody who was passing by. But Yeah, I'm just like looking around on the floor to see if this giant spider that I saw earlier came in here. I don't think that it did, but that does not stop me from, you know, being slightly paranoid about it. Oh, I also listened to the Hailey Bieber Call Her Daddy podcast interview this week. I was super excited about it, but I did listen to it after people had already kind of rated it and and given their feedback on it. And I listened to it on a run because I've been very into fall running right now. For some reason, I was burnt out. I think in Texas at the end of the summer, I was just over the heat. So I kind of cut back on running a lot just because I was like, I I can't run in this heat anymore. It's not enjoyable for me. And I was really waiting, you know, for these cooler temperatures. So I've been really into running. And I listened to that episode last week when I was on a run and it made it go by so fast. So it was a good listen. Honestly, it made me a little bit self-conscious about my own podcast. I thought they sounded really well. I think that Haley was a great guest. I just don't think we got enough information out of her. Like she could have talked about so many other things other than just her and Justin and Selena and that whole situation. Not that I'm not interested in it. Like I am just because of, you know, just growing up and listening to Justin Bieber and Selena and everything. But I I would have loved to hear about, you know, her skincare line and just more about her her life in general. But that was also a good listen if you're just like wanting to listen to something light, something you don't really have to think about. Maybe if you're doing work or something, um, definitely would recommend listening to that. That, I think I'll get into what I wanted to talk about this week. And again, I feel like I just recorded last week's episode. And if you didn't listen to it, it's about the time that I went to, well, I didn't go to the psychic, but I got a psychic reading done where she predicted 
like all of these crazy things about, you know, and I'm putting quotes on here, my future husband, obviously not true. There wasn't any truth to it. Although, you know, maybe someday there will be a Virgo that comes into my life that fits the bill of what she had said. But if you haven't listened to that episode, it did convince one of my close friends to get her own husband reading, even though I was very clear to say, if you already had a boyfriend, absolutely do not get a husband reading, but she has one and she got one. So maybe she'll come on here and share her, her thoughts on, on her reading. Um, she did go to a different psychic though. I don't think that mine does Etsy psychic readings anymore. I think she still has her shot, but this week's episode, and again, definitely give last week's episode a listen if you haven't already. I just wanted to talk about why it's important to kind of go through life with the understanding that your journey is not supposed to be like anybody else's journey and that we're all just on very different paths of life. And that became super apparent to me even today when I was talking to, you know, my guy friend from college and then my other friend. We're just in such different parts of life, even though, you know, we went through college together, graduated together. We're in different careers. One of them is still in med school. So like he went down his med school path and then my other friend is in tech sales. I'm in marketing and it's just crazy to see how we're all in very much like different paths of life. One of them is living with her boyfriend in a house that he owns. One of them, like I said, is still in med school and he just got a girlfriend as of three weeks ago. And then like I'm single, you know, and I've lived in two cities since college. It's just crazy to think that we've just all done such different things after college with the same amount of time. And so often I, you know, I, it's so easy to get into the self-comparison. I think when I was younger, I had this idea of like what I'd be doing by, you know, this age. And like, obviously I'm turning 25 this month, which is probably the biggest birthday that you have since you're 21. I don't know why 25 is the magic year for things like renting a car. I don't even know what else I can do at 25. I think 26 is when you get kicked off your parents' insurance if you're still on it. But yeah, 25 is a big deal. It's a quarter of a century. And, you know, you just start getting thoughts about, you know, was I supposed to do this by this year? I was supposed to, you know, already be in a relationship by this year. I was supposed to, you know, already go to grad school by this year. But I think... As I meet more people and as I go through life and have different experiences, I just realize that there really is no supposed to. Like there's no should have by now. I feel like everybody's on their own path doing their own thing that kind of fits them in that moment. And you also kind of see that by where you live and who you surround yourself with. I had one of my best friends in the whole world get married this summer and I was her maid of honor. And, you know, it's weird to be at her wedding, you know, as her maid of honor. It was my first wedding that I'd ever been to in my life, first of all. So I haven't had that many people in my life get married, but I have other people in my life who have had every single one of their friends get married. So there's definitely just a very large gap between who's single and dating and like what stage of even just romantic relationships that you are in your life. And then I also have friends in terms of just career who have gotten promoted, you know, three, four times already. Some friends who are just starting out on their jobs, some friends who are just going into grad school, some friends going out of grad school. I feel like your 20s is just such rapid change. And one of my guy friends was asking me why I thought that he couldn't, and don't, there's opinions on this, but one of my guy friends was asking me how 
old of a girl, like what his age range should be for dating on a dating app. And he is 24. And so I was like, it's got to be out of college. So I feel like 22. And he was like, so you're saying I only have two years of girls that I can date. And I was like, well, I guess no, but so much growth happens when you graduate from college. When I was in college, I thought that we were so old, we had it together. And then I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, I was a baby and I thought I was so old and that I had it all together, but I was actually a child. Um, and I thought that was so old when I was in high school, I was like, wow, when I go to college, I'm going to be such an adult and I'm going to do all these things. And then, you know, obviously life happens the way that it does and you're still young. I mean, I still feel like a baby. I always see TikToks of people saying, you know, when your parents take you off your your phone plan and I send them to my dad and he's like, your day is coming, babe, because I'm still on my parents' phone plan and i manifesting that I can be on it for a very long time because I don't know how to do that myself. But I guess when I do, that might be the moment I become a true, true adult that if you're listening please please don't take me off the phone plan but I mean I don't know I just I think that it's so easy to get caught up in looking at what all of the people in your life are doing and what all of the people who you see into their lives whether you follow them or you hear from a friend of a friend that they're doing this they just got a great promotion or they just went on this really cool trip or they just bought a home or whatever whatever stage of life that you're in if you're in college it might be that they i don't know got a better internship or a great internship and you haven't even started applying yet or they got a great job lined up for out of college and you haven't even you know gotten one yet it's just it's so easy to get wrapped up in They have this, I need to be where they are, and if I'm not there already, I'm behind. And it's just so important just to realize that nobody's behind because there's a lot of time to be on your own path. Even out of school, some people, they go and they travel, and then they get a job, or they go and they take a gap year, then they go back to school. There's just really no one way, there's no one size fits all for somebody's life. And I think that it's something that I've really had to come to terms with because I know for me, like I just had like an image of what I thought that my life was going to be like. And I definitely had no idea that I was going to be living in Dallas. Like I thought when I was younger, and this was like when I was in high school, I thought that I was going to be married at 26 and I was going to have a kid at 26. Like we know when you're in high school or middle school and you're talking with your friends and you're like, yeah, like I think I would have a baby at 26. And like, you don't even have a boyfriend, like you're 12 and you're like, yeah, when I'm 26, I'll have a kid. And then you get to 25 or 24 and you're like, I would absolutely not do that. But then there are some people who do. One of my good friends from high school, she has a friend um, who is having a baby. She's had two friends get married and That to me, I told my friend who got married this summer, I was like, if you have a kid, I don't know how I'm going to process that because it's just so different than from what I'm doing, which is totally okay. It's just crazy to think that we're all doing such different things with our lives. One of my really good friends from work, so she was my work mentor. She is five years older than me. She found her husband when she was in college, I think at their junior year of college. I know they've been married for five years, but I'm not entirely sure when they started dating. And they just had their first baby. And she, like I said, she's five years older, so she's almost 30. She just had her first baby. And she and her husband have, like I said, been married for five years. And I I mean, I don't know if that's going to be my path, but I really don't. <laughs> it's already not my path. Even though that seems like a nice path, you know, get married, be married for five years, and then have your kid. Sometimes it's just not, you know, how it happens. 
Some people have kids without having any romantic partner in their life and that is their journey and their path. It's just so hard to know what your path is going to be. So if I could go back in time and tell myself, don't have visions, (laughs) don't have visions because you've genuinely like no idea what's coming your way. I think that's why every time in my life when I thought that I wanted something, whether that was, you know, I wanted this guy to like me, I wanted this internship because I thought that it was the internship that I wanted or I wanted, you know, this job, whatever. Every time I thought that I wanted something, something 10 times better than I even thought when I wanted that thing. Like I didn't even know it was possible when I had the idea of what I wanted. It ended up being so much better than I thought. And it's every single time. And it's almost like I'm grateful for all of these things. Even if I was so torn up and upset about it when I didn't get it, or I thought that it was like the one thing that I really wanted or that I needed in order to be, I don't even know, happy. It ended up being, like I said, so much better. And it happens without fail every single time. When I was in high school even, I remember there were so many girls that I looked at as if like they had it all. Like they dated the football player on the football team. They, you know, were amazing athletes. They were like everything that like I wanted to be. And, you know, when you're in high school and this is what I'm going to tell, you know, my future daughter someday, because like I said, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people. It does happen in high school, middle school, even elementary school more often, I think, than college. Because I think once you get to college, I feel like everyone's kind of already been through this self-comparison thing, but it really doesn't stop. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are. It does not stop. There are always going to be people who make lavish displays of everything they have and they post about it and, you know, they really want people to know all of these things that they're doing and all of these things that they have. And it, it really doesn't stop, but I feel like for some reason, at least from my experience, like I really experienced that more when I was much younger and not in college, but... I just remember that these girls, for example, they seemed like they had everything going their way. And, you know, you run into them after college when you have kind of set into your life and you've made a life for yourself and you've chosen, you know, things that make you happy, that you enjoy, and you've met people. And then you kind of like meet them again and you're like, oh, (laughs) like those people that in the moment you're like, I want what they have then somehow you end up with something even better than what you thought you wanted when you saw it to begin with. And it happens every time. And like I said, everything in my life that I thought I wanted, I ended up getting 10 times better in return. And sometimes I've already talked about in my past episodes on the podcast, just like how I how I believe in the universe. Like I really and truly believe in the universe. I don't think that there are coincidences. I've already said this before. I don't think that the universe really takes away anything from us. I think it only helps us get to where we need to go by removing those obstacles. Like I said about internships earlier, when I was in college, I went to a career fair. And you know, when you go to a career fair, you just kind of give your resumes out to different booths. You know, you go, maybe they have like a little list of ones in your major or whatever. And that's what I was doing. And I went and I gave my internship to a few companies. I did get an interview from one of them. And it was like a really cool internship. It was from a great company. And I went and I interviewed for it. And I didn't get it. And I I cried. And I was like telling my dad, I was like, I'm not going to get another internship. Like, this is it. If they, this company doesn't want me, what company is going to want me? Like, I'm obviously not going to get an internship. And I started spiraling because it just seemed like that in the moment that I was not going to get an internship. 
And I had another friend who got that same interview with the same company and she got like a follow-up interview. And I remember being so jealous because the way that she described that job to me was, oh, I don't want this internship. Like this isn't even good enough for me. And like something that I was aspiring to have, like this girl in particular, she was like, oh, I couldn't even be bothered. And that just like, again, goes to show the difference in mindset of people and Somebody will always look at you and want what you have while you are looking at someone else, wishing that you have what they have. It happens like that in a cycle, and it's just wild to think that we just so often compare what we have to somebody else. I wish that it wasn't that way. I really do. But I think that society now just makes you feel like if you're not at a certain place or you're not doing a certain thing, if you're not having the same, you know, morning routine as somebody else, or you're not doing the same workouts as somebody else, that you're just not doing it right. And I just know, and I talk a lot about my friends on here. I'm just very fortunate to have a lot of really great friends who are at different, you know, they're so different from me. We have a lot in common, but I just have so many examples of just incredible stories from all of my friends. And I was, I saw this meme and this was totally me. It's a meme of somebody being Dr. Phil. And it was like, when it's time for me to become Dr. Phil as like the token single friend who has a wealth of knowledge of relationships based on other people. Like, I feel like I could have a course on relationships. I'm always the person that my friends who have been dating people for like five years come to and they're like, hey, what do I do in this scenario? And me never having been in that scenario, I'm like whipping out advice because I know things based on experiences that my friends have gone through so I'm like let me share an example and this is an example and this is an example and I'm like leading a course basically a dating 101 course on all of the things that I personally haven't experienced so it was pretty funny because I'm like accurate as hell that's me um but I have not had a serious relationship in a long time and for me obviously and I talk about relationships on my podcast a lot and I didn't mean for it to go this way I think I'm just in a place right now where that's something that is very prevalent in my life as I go through dating and just the whole process of being in my season of singleness so I talk about it a lot but I genuinely in my in my life right now And we always want what we can't have or it always seems like if I had this one thing, for me, relationships have never come easy and I tend to always be the token single friend. This isn't really something that I I talk about too often, but obviously I'd love to find someone that I like and it's hard because a lot of my friends have relationships and some of them have even had multiple relationships that are like years long in the time that I have been single and that I haven't found somebody and for me I always tend to compare myself in that way um, more often than not than than in other aspects of life because for me like the relationship is something that I feel like I'm lacking in because I've had so many situations where I thought that it was going to turn into something and it didn't or like I had my heart broken you know early in college and I really took a long time to heal from that and and that's a great example like when I had my heart broken and early early on in college I felt like that was like 
it. Like I couldn't see that there were so many amazing experiences and people and other guys coming my way. I just, I couldn't see it. And for me to be always the girl that has short situations that never turn into anything and I'm surrounded by all of these people who seem to like get into relationship after relationship and I'm like how are you finding these people that just like first of all that you want to spend more than an hour with that's the first problem and then second when you do find someone you want to spend more than an hour with how do you like turn that into a relationship because for me every time I found somebody that I wanted to date it was always oh I don't want to do long distance and then I'm like okay and then they go on to date someone long distance and I'm like awesome or it's oh you know I can't date you right now because of my busy schedule and then they turn out to actually already have a girlfriend it's like how do these scenarios just why is this my path and it's so easy for me especially when it comes to like the relationship part of life that some people you know choose to have you know relationships with people and like it's always something that I really wanted to have and then just like never had any luck with and so it's easy for me to compare myself and into the relationship aspect of other people like I said my best friend got married I have a friend living with a boyfriend I had another friend living with a boyfriend she ended up breaking up with her boyfriend and now they don't live together anymore I just have so many friends, I feel like I'm always the token single friend, and it sucks. And obviously, I have other friends who, you know, they go in and out of relationships, and then they become single. But I feel like for the most part in my life, I'm the one that's been consistently single. And it sucks, and I always tend to compare myself in that in that respect. But I know that when it comes to other aspects of life, like career, you know, my friends who may have been a more instant instability in terms of like what they want to do they don't know what they want to do I've always known you know what I wanted to do and like my path from internship to to job to whatever post-grad has been you know very seamless and like I know my my path was one way and like for somebody else they may not have any idea what they want to do and they may not you know get that job right out of college and it's so easy again and they might have a boyfriend or like a significant other so it's so easy to be like oh I want what they have because you see what you don't have and you're like they have it like I want it but then they might look at you in return and see something that you have and want that. So it's so hard, you know, to break that cycle of always like comparing yourself and like what you don't have or, you know, to somebody else. It happens all the time. And again, you know, my friend, for example, and I always use my friends for examples, but like I'm such a wealth of information. And thank you to all my friends for being the best content ever. I I just feel, you know, sometimes so lucky to have such a d- diverse group of friends who are at different stages and they teach me so many things. I just, you know, I adore all of you, but one of my friends has um, you know, she had a boyfriend and she has parents who got married when they were really young and Obviously, you know, when you have your family members, whether you have siblings that you you look up to, you know, for examples of like different timelines or like maybe you have an older sibling that did a certain path and then maybe you feel pressured to do that path. I have a brother. He's younger. 
And, you know, we're very different people. We couldn't be more different and we have very different paths. Like he lives in San Francisco. I live in Dallas. Um, I'm two years older than him in school. And again, we just have very different interests and, and we went down different paths. So I never really felt pressured, you know, with him um, to do anything just because I am the older sibling. But I know if you're, you're not the older sibling, they're different sibling dynamics, but for my example, my friend, she has parents who got married when they were 23, and she had a boyfriend that she met freshman year of college. They dated for five years, and they did a super senior year, meaning they took a fifth year in college, and they started living together the summer before. And at that point, they'd basically been dating, I think, for four and a half years or so. And I think for her... She had just kind of assumed since they'd been dating so long, they never fought. They had no problems at all in their relationship. Like, it was so easy. I was like, this is my my golden example of a relationship. This was, like, my standard. When my other friends would come to me and they would have relationship problems and I would, you know, give them my, my education course and relationships that I know nothing about, um, I would use them as the standard. I'm like, this is, you know, X, Y, Z. This is, like, the standard golden relationship. Anyways, so they move in together and it wasn't what they thought and they ended up breaking up right before, I think it was like two days before their, maybe it was the day before their five-year anniversary, okay? And so they break up and so she, in that moment, she's like, oh my gosh, the path that I thought that I was down is like no longer an option for me. And I think that was really hard for her because it's like, now what do I do? And I think she was really thinking that like all of these things that she was doing she thought that she was doing everything right and then like all of a sudden she's like okay pivot and she moved to Atlanta shortly after she got a different job she wasn't even happy in her first job to begin with so this breakup mean or meant that she had to get a different job and move to Atlanta and she did and we have so many conversations now where we talk about just how happy she is and how could she have known you know when she broke up with her boyfriend and it seemed like nothing was going her way she was like I they were sharing an apartment together he like went and lived with his friend and she was living in the apartment by herself and he was like you eventually need to leave like I want to take the apartment She was like I know and she just like had nothing figured out and I think that's the hardest part and it's the same for any situation where you have nothing figured out and like all of a sudden the the thing that you thought was happening or like you thought you had everything all your ducks in a row and then all of a sudden you don't and then you can't really see that it's all going to be fine. It's all going to work out. Something better is coming. You can't see that. And I think she definitely didn't see that. I think she had a lot of great people in her life who were basically telling her, hey, there's this is going to be great for you. This is going to be much better than what you had. And that was like part of what I told her when she was breaking up with him in the first place. I was like, if you are not happy in your relationship and you know it's not even about not being happy i was like if you feel as though what your future is going to bring while you're dating this person is not what you want then ending things and having the uncertainty is the best option towards being happy i do still stand by that because it's just so hard like i said to know in that moment when anything happens what's going to happen and she is so much happier she loves her new job And like I said, you just really never know, but it can always go up from where you are. And again, having that comparison, like if she had said, I am so focused on this one path, like I want to go down this path, she would have never broken up with him, I think. 
Obviously, they were having some problems, but it wasn't like problems that they had to break up over. But I think it was problems that like eventually they would have. But in the moment when she broke up with him, I guess it wasn't necessary. Like they could have stuck it out a little bit longer. But I'm I'm pretty glad that I'm glad that they didn't. And then she's pretty, pretty um, sure in her decision that, that they needed to break up. So that's another good example of just like your path. Again, now she's single. And so she's like, oh, man. <laughs> Now all of these people that I know in my life, like she has friends who are getting married and friends who are having babies. And like, obviously she was on the path to having that at the same time or around the same time. And obviously now that she's not, but like, I have another friend of mine who just got engaged and she and her boyfriend are like never planning on having kids ever. And I have friends that have wanted to be mom, a mom their entire life. And that's just the way, you know, different cookies crumble in different ways. And it's just kind of what you want. And I think it is so easy to feel pressured by, you know, people in your life or just what you see to want something. And like this friend in particular, she just feels very strongly about not having kids. And I, I've always wanted to have kids. So I'm like, oh, okay. And this is something that we differ in and like something that, you know, we don't see eye to eye in and like I listen to her and I understand her and where she's coming from and that's just again that difference that we have and she doesn't feel pressured you know I I think like her parents or whatever they would love you know her to have kids that's just not what she wants and again that's just not what she's gonna do and I I applaud her for for being so strong in her opinions and not to waver because she knows this is what I want. She was like, I want to be a fun aunt and I want to travel the world. And I, I just want to, you know, be with my, my fiance and my husband forever. And that's what we're going to do. And she was like, I know that's not what a lot of my friends are going to do. And she's like, that's cool. I'm just going to do me. And that's what, and again, I go down so many tangents on, on these podcasts, but hopefully (laughs) I need to listen to these back again. I feel like there's just so much out there telling somebody it's like, this is the correct way. And there are so many different ways that are ideally, you know, correct. There are so many different paths that you can go down. And there's just honestly, the only path that matters is the path that makes you the happiest. And, you know, there are so many people that have certain situations and they're always looking at like the opportunity cost of staying how they are in the moment that they're currently in. You know, I have somebody in my life, she is in a relationship, but like she never pictured herself being in a relationship, which is unique. She was like, I don't even know if this is for me. She was like, I always wanted to go to Europe and be in Europe immersed in different cultures. And I wanted to travel the world and and go live in these crazy places and have no responsibilities or ties to anybody. And that's just what she has always wanted. And she's found herself now like in a different scenario. And she's like, how do I know which is the right, the right way to go? She was like, do I stay with him and, you know, never experience what I want to experience? Or do I break up with him and then go live that life that I've always dreamed of living? And that's a tough one. I, you know, I am a wealth of knowledge when it comes to giving my friends dating advice. But for this one, I was like, I genuinely don't know. Cause I don't know if you can have it all sometimes. I was like, maybe you could bring him with you and you could go travel the world, but I don't think that's his thing. So it's tough. It's tough. And again, like I've been saying this whole time, in the moment when you make a decision, I just feel like there are no wrong decisions. And every decision that I've made and every thing that's happened to me, every situation I've been in, every every case study that I have seen 
of my friends and family and whoever, all the stories I've heard of people making decisions. I feel like, again, back to the universe, just it always ends up working out better than you thought. It always ends up working out better than you thought. And if you are listening to this right now and you are going through something where it seems like you aren't going where you thought you were going and you made a bad decision or you're not feeling like everything is working out in your favor, it's only because it hasn't happened yet. And I do stand firmly behind that. And this kind of ties into what I was talking about last week about that positive mindset. You know, going through these situations, instead of comparing yourself to others, it's having that positive mindset that good things are going to happen to you. All of the things that you want in life are going to come your way because why wouldn't they? And walking through life with that positive mindset, last week we were talking about, and I say we, I mean me, I was talking about the luckiest girl in the world or the concept of the luckiest girl in the world and I said most people know somebody that just seems to always have these crazy things happen to them they always get you know everything that they want and ask for essentially wink wink you know it doesn't really happen that way when you think about it because again you know the luckiest girl in the world and the concept of somebody who is so lucky and has everything they want I don't think that's true because there's always going to be something that they don't have that they want from somebody else but pretend that the luckiest girl in the world you know wink wink it went that it exists But basically, like, if you have a positive mindset, I believe in this. I do struggle to have it. But if you have a positive mindset and a positive attitude, why wouldn't good things come your way? Why wouldn't it all work out in your favor? And that's just my tip for the week. Just going through your week, I'm going to post this probably tonight and today's a Sunday. So if you're listening to this on a Monday or whatever day of the week that you're listening to this on, just start consciously trying to be more positive. You know, even in traffic, I always get stressed out in traffic and parking and all of those things really stress me out. And lately, okay, so I have parking anxiety. And lately, instead of feeling anxious about not being able to find a parking spot wherever I go, I am just, especially not like everywhere, but like the mall or, you know, these parallel parking places, street parking, places where it's really hard to park like at a busy time of the day instead of just being stressed thinking that I'm not going to find a parking spot I tend to be like there's going to be a parking spot and I go there I drive around peaceful and I'm not stressed and I feel like there's always a parking spot and obviously when you're stressed out you're going to end up finding a parking spot too but the whole situation is just so much better when you're just at peace and you're positive Like the situations end up being the same, but your just whole body is just so much better when you're feeling positive about it. Like it obviously makes my day a little bit better when I'm not stressed about something. So if I opt for the positive mindset, I'm not going to be as stressed. And I think that is, is the best tip that I can give anybody on anything is just to try to go in with the positive mindset that why wouldn't something happen for you? Because life, life happens in so many crazy ways. And why not? I absolutely have to wrap it up because it is late and I have to be up early naturally since this is up early podcast. But just to wrap it up because I I know that it can be kind of daunting sometimes to just like trust in the moment that things are going to work out for you. And I know that. And I know it's so easy, again, to look at other people and say, well, things are working out for them and they're not working out for me right now. So, you know, to feel that jealousy, to self-compare. And honestly, 
Comparison to others is the thief of joy, which is a cliche. I know people say that, but it's true. And when you are comparing yourself to others, how can you have a positive mindset when you go about your life? And it's, I mean, that is a cycle when you don't have a positive mindset because you are self-comparing and you're comparing yourself to others and your joy is gone. Like, how are you going to keep that positive mindset? Another quote that I like, it's another woman's beauty is not the absence of your own. I love that quote. I think that quote Honestly, it's kind of random in the concept of this podcast, and I know I'm 39 minutes in at this point, but it's so true. Someone else having something doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have it, or you're looking at something that they have. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get it, but if you have the mindset of lack instead of the mindset of it's going to come my way, really trusting that it's going to come your way, the experience that you have in life by just having that positive attitude. I mean, it's night and day. And that's what I hope at least that you're, you're the idea that you're getting out of this episode of the podcast is again, and it's another episode that ends with thinking about, you know, being more positive in your mindset, but it's so true. So I'll, I'll have it again as my takeaway from the podcast. And with that, I guess we're wrapping up episode six, which is crazy. Who knew I had six things to even talk about and it's 40 minutes already. So I am going to get this uploaded and thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening because I, I know that I can talk for a while and I know I go on a different, you know, tangent every now and then, but thank you for listening and I'll see you next time on Up Early Podcast.